drop till it's over with. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until he's Good day, everybody. Good day, everybody. Good day. Hope this episode finds you well. You're now tuned in to the Blue Book. Presented to you by C-Rip Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. Hope today found you well. Hope everything went according as it needed to go for you. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, things went pretty smooth today. Um, obviously, everyone knows that we are trying to get things back online here in the nation, the US of A. Um, and it's going to take some time. It's not going to be an overnight process. It's going to take some stages to do this. Uh, I think everyone that finds himself diligent and on it and doing their due diligence, well, uh, I think we'll be okay. But only time will tell. We'll see. Hope you're doing well. I hope that you and your family is well quarantined or at home, uh, only leaving your house for essentials, shopping, whatever else may be essential, and taking time with your family. If you're a married person, your spouse and your kids, if not, maybe just your dog. Who knows? Point being is, is that we have been doing a sufficient job, apparently, and uh, we will see how this all works out. But, on the other hand, today is going to be a very interesting message. We're going to be in the book of Romans today. Romans, very good book. I like Romans. It has a lot of good content in it. A little bit further through the books of the New Testament. Um, we're going to be in the 6th chapter today. Romans 6, and we're going to be in verse 5. Or that vicinity. And before we get into the word, we always hear on the Blue Book, pray. Pray for the Holy Spirit to do His thing. Um, And for us to get understanding and enlightenment and you articulate what you're reading and God speaks to you as you read and study with me. So, everyone together, let's do it. Father God, asking you to please open our eyes. To the word. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the book. Thank you for whatever means we are looking at your word with. We thank you that we're able to do so. We're able to freely read your word and freely get the Holy Spirit in us that we need it. Father, I ask you to enlighten, open, generate, lead us, guys, and direct us in your word. In your word. So, whatever message it is that we are going to get today, uh, is the word you want us to have. We thank you for that. We appreciate the fact that we are able to read your word and study it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so we're going to open our Bibles up, whether you have a laptop, desktop, tablet, iPod, iPhone, or Android, or the good book itself right in front of you. We're going to open to Romans. It's toward the end of the book. If you have an Amplified Bible, you're going to be on page 1305. Romans chapter 6, verse 6. And, and maybe it might be the same, or the same vicinity, 
um, in other translations or Bibles. We shall find out. Anyhow, so what does Romans 6, 5 mean? This passage explains why the idea of salvation by grace through faith is not a license or an excuse to sin. Man, did you hear that? Unbelievable. The passage explains why the idea of salvation by grace, God's riches at Christ's expense, through faith, faith being blind that you can't see, evidence of things, okay, is not a license to excuse sin. So salvation through grace isn't a license to say, I can still do this. We're not licensing you, agreeing or or just saying, okay, you can go do what you want now because you got salvation. This is grace. Is, salvation to grace is not like that. Okay. Paul has just said a remarkable thing in the previous verse, which is verse 4. Romans 6 4, he just said. Okay. Those who come to God through faith in Christ experience rebirth on a spiritual level. Again. The previous episode, we went down this road of how resurrection and rebirth, the second birth, is required in order for you to get your your second birth and your understanding and your accountability for your sins. Okay? Those who come to God through faith in Christ experience rebirth. Okay? No, you're not going back into your mama's womb and coming back a second time. That does not happen. This is a spiritual level rebirth. This is, and I explained this last time too. It's, it's your spirit recognizing that it's accountable. It's your spirit recognizing it has an accountability. Both words, accountable, accountability, same exact idea. One is accountable, meaning you already, you've not, you haven't done it yet. Accountability is you're doing it. So you. Are your spirit needs to be reborn because before your rebirth, you may or may not know what sin is, depending on how you're raised, depending on how life you live, depending if of, of, of your uh, gravity of life is up in the top seats or in the bottom streets. Seats, streets. It depends on how you're raised, whether you are going to be accountable for your sins or not. Before you know Jesus, Jesus is like I'm not even worried about before. I don't even worry about what you're doing before because. Yes, you may be born in the world, and your mom may, your parents may have dedicated you, baptized you, or whatever the case may be, or however the rituals are. But until you accept me, all that right there is relevant. Once you accept me, it's irrelevant. Erased. Irrelevant. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Through the Holy Spirit, God responds to our faith in Christ by causing us to die with Christ spiritually and to be burned buried in that same spiritual sense that's all that is 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 baptism again through the holy spirit which is a remarkable gift to have god responds to our faith in christ by causing us to die with christ spiritually and to be buried in that same spiritual sense so you are dying to your old self and like Christ you're resurrecting into the new self spiritually like Jesus 
Now, people say, why did Jesus need to get baptized? The Holy Spirit came upon him as he got baptized. He got reborn too. He was showing as an example that, yes, he made he was a carnal man, but once he realized he need he had a he had a goal of set that baptism rechanging. He seen the Holy Spirit; it changed everything. You understand what I'm saying? Very cool. Spiritual rebirth is like Jesus through the Holy Spirit. Okay. Then we are raised to to new spiritual. We are then we are raised to a new spiritual life as he was raised to a new physical life by the Father. Incredible, incredible passage, incredible meaning. Then we are raised to new spiritual life. As he was raised to a new physical life by the Father. Spiritual, physical. Beautiful. Beautiful. Paul means for us to understand that we are newly alive. Spiritually in Christ. New alive. Get born again. You all of your past is erased or irrelevant. We are new creatures in Christ. The hardest thing about being born again is understanding the forgiveness. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is understanding the forgiveness. Because forgiveness is very tough for anyone, even of your own life, to comprehend. You have to understand that the born again process isn't a carnal mind thinking. It's a supernatural ritual that brings you from the old to the new. And it's hard for a human mind to wrap themselves around going away from the old and getting into the new because it's supernatural. It's not physical. So it's hard to wrap your brain around this supernatural entity known as the Holy Spirit and this, this Savior that we're calling a Savior, which is Jesus, has the ability to wipe this, the, the slate clean when you accept him and get baptized and reborn. It's very hard to understand that. It's, very, it's a very complicated concept to a person who doesn't understand the spiritual aspect of it. But the supernatural spiritual aspect of it is that everything you did, now you're not accountable for that. See, people today have this accountability complex. They don't take accountability for anything. Today's new generation is accountability, no accountability. Jesus wants you to take accountability. That is what being born again is. Taking accountability for what you've done, getting the forgiveness for it, and getting into a new spiritual walk with Jesus. Now, if you do sin, you're convicted by it. And you're going to do your best not to feel that conviction because now there is something telling you that that is a wrong thing to do in a supernatural sense. Not physical when you get spanked as a kid. Not physical when you get beat up as a kid. Not physical when you burn your hands or freeze your hands or whatever the case, the situation or those things of that nature. Now, you're supernaturally accountable and the conviction hits. The God voice speaks, the conviction hits. It's a different type of conviction. You're actually going to be rep reprimanded by supernatural force rather than your mom and dad giving you tap pats or your grandma, grandpa, or your uncle and auntie, whoever is an authority figure in your life. 
it changes the game. It changes the way you look at that. You know what I'm saying? Well, that makes sense. Okay. We will also come back to life after we die physically instead of staying in the grave. That is in 2 Corinthians 4.14. This is all wonderful. So, we are get the point of the born again process. We also have now because we are born again, we don't live, we're not of the world anymore. We're not concerned with the ridicule, the world. respect the law of the land, follow the way of Jesus. Pretty simple. But the supernatural aspect of this, now that you've been born again and you're accountable on a supernatural level now, but it, you're like, well, that's kind of hard because now you got a physical and supernatural. If you obey, follow Jesus, and you follow the best of your ability, right and wrong, according to what Jesus says to do, Holy Spirit guides you to do, there's nothing in the law of the land that the law of the Lord contradicts. In other words, by following the Lord, you're not going to break the law. It's not possible. By following the law of the Lord, you're not going to break the law of the land. Go down all ten commandments. Go back in the New Testament here, and when Jesus talked about the new covenant, not doing away with the old commandments, but but make an emphasis on others. You cannot break the law by following the Lord. It's impossible. You follow the Ten Commandments and what Jesus tells you to do, and you follow the Lord. You're not going to break the law. Now, of course, if you go out and get crazy and do all kinds of crazy stuff, and you're acting all kinds of foolish, you're going to break the law eventually, and you're going to be, oh, you're going to be like, you know, I'm a righteous writer. No, that's just being ridiculous. You don't need to be doing all that crazy stuff. Jesus is not. Jesus doesn't want you. Jesus does not want you to mortar yourself in that way. He wants you to mortar yourself in a righteous way. But what's the difference? Righteous way is someone telling you, do you confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you, uh, is, is, is Jesus your, is, your, is, your, is that your dude? Is that yours? Are you a part of him? Yes. If conviction hits you for confessing his name, that's a righteous war. That's a righteous conviction in, 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 in conflict. If you're out there acting fool and saying, oh, well, Jesus did this, and you're acting all kinds of crazy, and you're, and you're breaking the law and everything, of course you're going to get caught up, and of course that's not what he wants you to do. Yes, there are people out there who have signs and trying to get people to, con- to, to get the message, and, you know, that's their calling. That's what God, if God's calling them to do that, that's their business, and none, 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 none of yours. You don't, you're not held accountable for anybody else's actions but your own. So... Whatever God's doing, God's doing. But you know what you're doing. You know what you need to do. That's all that matters. So, in other words, we will also come back to life after we die physically instead of staying in the grave. 2 Corinthians 4.14 Okay. So, we're going to get into the get into the meat and potatoes of this now. So, now we talked about the fourth chapter in the beginning of this dialogue okay right here it says Paul has just said a remarkable thing in the previous verse okay so it says Romans 6 4 and that says 
I'm out of the Amplified, whatever version you have, fantastic, we'll go over that later. But, move along. We were buried, therefore, with him by the baptism into death. There's the baptism part right there, unbelief. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the, the glorious power of the Father, we too might inhabitably live and behave in newness of life. Fantastic. Fantastic. Again, breaking this down, we were buried, therefore, with him by the baptism into death. Okay? So that just as Christ was buried from the dead, raised from the dead, by the, the glorious power of the Lord, of the Father, so we too might habitably live and behave in the newness of life. We've seen him do it, we get to do it. Pretty simple. Okay, so we're going to go to 6.5 now and read on in 6.5. 6.5 says this. For if we have become one with him by sharing a death like his, we shall also be one with him in sharing his resurrection by a new life lived for God. Sharing. For we become one with him because we're sharing his, his, his sacrifice. Fantastic. 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 So, 6.5 says that. Let's see. American Standard Bible says, For if we become united with him, united, same thing, become one, united with him in the likeness of his death, likeness, which is become with sharing of his death, likeness, same, same idea. We also be, we will also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Okay, same idea, same nerds. Okay, so Amplified and American Standard said the same thing. Let's go down and see what we have here. Okay, the Bible in the basic English says, For if we have been made like him in his death, we will be the same way like him in coming back again in life. Okay, so it's pretty much the same thing. A little different wording. Um, common English is the same thing. The complete Jewish Bible. For if we have been united with him in death like this, we will also be united with him. Same idea. Okay. Uh, this one here says, instead of united, it says joined. It says the it's the Holman Christian Standard Bible. For if we have been joined with him in likeness of his death. Same idea. Just joined. You identified. Okay, so the, so the Darby translation says, For if we become identified with him in the likeness of his death, so shall we be in resurrection. So, you know, united, uh, joined, connected, identified. Same idea. Same deal. Good news translation for since we have become one with him and dying as he did, the same way we shall be one with him, we be raised black him as him as of, same idea. Um, just a little more less simpler wording. Um, nothing really different about any of this. Um, the Jubilee Bible 2004. If we have been planted together, planted together in the likeness of his death, so. They're using the word planted as in in the ground or as been or as stature. Uh, we all we will we will also in likeness of him. Same thing, but in this sense, it's not planted together. Um, so does the King James Version, same idea, it's just planted together. Um, King James Version says the same King James same thing. Uh, okay, the Message Bible says each of us is raised into the light 
filled world by our Father so that we can be so that we so that we were so that we can see where we're going in our new grace sovereign country. Way different. That's a whole different ballgame right there. Each of us is raised into a light filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going in our new grace sovereign country. This is the first time at least in these episodes this has happened where it's been so different than what it says. But it doesn't mean it's wrong. This is this is actually um, in the message Bible. So let's break this one down because this is very interesting. Each of us is raised into the light-filled world. Raised into the light-filled world by our Father, which is God. So that we can see where we're going in our new... So basically, He's enlightening us. He's enlightening us where we are raised into the light-filled world by our Father. So what they're doing is they're using the light-filled water and raised as a resurrection. We're resurrected by God, the Father. So that we can see our new grace sovereign country grace sovereign country grace is God sovereign means he runs it and a country means your new life your new world your new property your new your new uh, ambiance so to speak so each of us is raised resurrected into a new light filled world which is a brand new world resurrection new life same idea by our father which is God on that we can see where we're going to be going in a new God raised, God sovereign, calm, chilled out life or world we're going to be in, which is supernatural. Very cool. I like that. It, it's a very different way of putting it. But you see, I just made it sound, it's translated. Okay, so the New International Reader's Version says, By being baptized, which is what we are, we have been joined with him in his death. We will certainly also be joined with him in his resurrection. So, same idea. You know, as uh, amplified and so forth, that just a little different wording. Um, pretty much everything else besides that is pretty is pretty self-explanatory. New Revised Standard and you know, Orthodox Jewish Bible. Um, that one's grown grown together. For we have become grown together with the very likeness of His Hakatots, His His Movet, which is death. Um, the two words words of putting it different words of putting it we shall certainly also be grown together with the very likeness of uh, of his tekya from Mahisha which is which is resurrection so they're just using different words but it's saying it means the same thing uh, but you know everything pretty much you know planted together uh, same stuff Everything pretty much the same stuff. Sharing his death, the other he made in the likeness of death, done together. Okay, so the only one that was different was that one version uh, that would just took you to a whole different planet. Uh, but it's good that we got the, got got to see that because it uh, it opens our life. In the Message Bible it opens our life to a different way of putting it. So again. In the Amplified Version, for if we become one with Him by sharing a death like His, we also we shall also be one with Him in sharing His resurrection by the new life lived for God. Okay, pretty simple stuff. The only other version that's different is the, is the 
The Message Bible. Each of us is raised into a light-filled world, resurrected into a new life by the Father God, so that we can see where we're going, our direction, in our new grace sovereign country. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. So, in retrospect, in Romans 6, Paul answers the question of whether Christians should get to continue to sin. His answer is empathetic. We absolutely should not. First, when we come to God by faith in Jesus, we died to sin. We are not slaves to it anymore. It means we are accountable for the old sin no more. We're in the new world, new life. Second, what did living for sin ever get us anyway? If led to shame and death, the righteousness given to us for free by God in Christ Jesus leads us to become like Christ Jesus and to eternal life. We should serve righteousness instead of sin. It just lets you know right then and there that God is so much better, so much more worth more worth it than, than dealing with sin and, and corruption and all that. So, very good study. Very good message. Loved it. Hope you guys did too. Um, let's pray out of this. Father, thank you. Thank you for another great study, another great Another great word. Comprehension is on it. We're doing really good. We thank you, Father, for that. Lead us, guide us, and direct us in your way, in your word. And for everyone who's heard this episode, to administer to them, to their ears, and to their minds, and to their spirits, and light up a fire, holy fire, holy spirit inside them. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Fantastic word today. Glad we got to share it. As always, stay safe. Use your PPE, personal protective equipment, mask, if you wear glasses, or gloves, and if, please just stay safe, take your vitamins, use hand sanitizer, just keep safe. Yes, God is bigger than this virus, but in all cases, we step back, humble ourselves, and let God handle it. We do not take front chair on God's power. Got to understand that. That's the difference between us and everyone else. We step back. God takes forward. Jesus is next to us. Holy Spirit flowing through us. Pretty simple stuff. So don't go out there billboarding the fact that, you know, you know this and know that. Let them figure it out for themselves. God is bigger than this virus. God is bigger than everything. So much love to you. Father, I ask you to, to bless those who've listened to this episode. Bless those who, who, who may not have been able to. Father, I ask you to move your spirit upon everybody in this nation affected or not affected by this virus, their houses, their finances, their families, their work. Father, I ask you to do this in Jesus' mighty name and everybody in Korea say amen. Thank you so much for listening to The Blue Book, presented to you by CBEP Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. Remember, always remember, always remember, fear God. Follow Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit flow. Until next time. Until next time. And until next time. Jesus.
Yeah, but that was it, right?